0: Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem.
1: It's your cousin Juju. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee. And this
0: is the guy show. Bo, 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 bo. And,
1: and, and today we have a special guest. Uh, this young lady has come into the business of, of entrepreneurship and took it by storm. She's an inspiration to every black girl in the world. Amen. And she's an author. And we're here to talk about her book and a whole lot of other shit that she probably don't know she's gonna talk about with us because we talk a lot of stuff. <laughs> not gonna curse that much because Aisha's in the room and that's my <laughs> and I love her. That's my sis. I love her to death. But everybody, give it up for Pinky Cole. Yeah. yeah. the beard. genius behind the Slutty Vegan brand yeah. and just all around. So many things.
2: Genius.
1: What's up, y'all? Hey, Let's girl. pop in. Hey, how you doing?
3: Pregnant. <laughs> that's how I'm doing. Like Very time. pregnant. Thank you for I coming. Double interview.
1: I know, um, right? I'm seven months pregnant. By the way, so by the I'm way, your by the way, person, no excuses. No Amen. excuses. She's seven months pregnant and she's working, and you could tell Amen. she looks like she's on a she's on a run right now. You can I'm tell
3: on the run. Let's hope I don't go into labor on this couch. Oh, that would be oh, amazing. That would <laughs> go viral. Not, not
1: amazing, what? Right? Like, yeah, amazing. Be, I called I call Derek. I tell you, I, I was about to say, "What my baby father's about." <laughs> <supposed laughs> <to get? laughs> I will hit him and tell him, "Get up here. We we have it. On. It's <laughs> going to go down. We're going to break the internet." Get the
0: gloves Get some towels. We're going to be like the episode of Martin where the baby come out and
1: shoot, and we catch it. Like, I
4: got a lot Y'all go see me at my weakest moment. I was faded when my daughter came. I was like, Really?
1: Wait a minute. What man? Birth is a beautiful thing. thing, Birth is birth is a beautiful thing when you're mature. Right. Yeah, it's, it's scary. scary. Amen. I do. Okay. But when you're not mature, it's a scary thing. It's scary. Yeah, no. Seeing a human come out and then you see how they handle them like they just normal. Like you know, the doctors are grabbing them. A hey, a hey, hey. hey, hold on! Yeah. My motherfucking child. Now you better that. So I had, I had
3: yeah. three back to back. So I've been pregnant since 2020. I'm trying to. I don't so remember 20, seeing you 20, not pregnant. 21, 22, and 23. I have been pregnant with a child. Is, it,
1: is this the end?
3: Oh, I'm not having no more kids. Why? Go I said it backstage. I said he not about to keep humping and dumping.
2: Okay? <laughs> humping and dumping <laughs> you're, not gonna, you're not
3: gonna start five? <laughs> no, no, no.
1: We already got five. Yes, so he has he two older ones. Right. Yes. So I'm not having no more kids. Yeah, but but I'm you done. gotta look at it like this. Imagine four little pinkies running around. No, Ooh. I can barely deal with myself. No, no, I'm thinking about <laughs> But I'm thinking about four piggies running around there. They're going to be entrepreneurs. You're going to have right. kids. They're going to be selling food in the lunchroom. I could just see it. I can see it
3: too, Hustle but now I'm down. done. <laughs> I ain't carrying no more kids. Here we are. This is the last of a, of a dime breed. Well, we well,
1: we are catching the final interview of the last kid. So this is going to go down in history right now. Because unless you have another one, and then we got to do another interview. An- absolutely not. Not happening. <laughs> <any.
0: laughs>
1: so. Tamira, let's go. What
0: is your biggest struggle kind of being a mother and being in business right now? Um, Seven months pregnant at that. Let's push this a little close to you. good. Go mom ahead. guilt. Mm. Ooh. Go do ahead. we all
3: have kids on this?
0: Yeah, I dad do. guilt. That's what
3: they do. Okay, so let me tell y'all something about mom guilt. So I'm super busy. So yep. I travel more than I'm home right so i got multiple businesses i got businesses in different states so when i started having kids i'm like okay cool i got nannies i got help i got everybody to come and be my village yeah and while the village is good you realize that your kids start running to the nannies and the grandmas more than mm-hmm. they run to you
2: mm-hmm.
3: right and i'm being totally transparent sure. here so when i come home obviously all the bills are paid they get what they want but yeah. that emotional connection Sometimes it's not there. Mm. So it really started to bother me because I'm like, all right, I'm the mom. Like, I carry these kids, and it has been challenging for a very long time, up until recently. Mm -hmm. because the nannies kind of disappeared for a second so like Mm -hmm. i really hopped into my mom mode so now i'm pta mom sure now i'm dropping my kids off at school and now like they run to me when they need something they ain't running to nobody else so like i've been dealing with that for a while but now i finally found a way to find a balance and not feel guilty about wanting to be a ceo and doing all the things that i'm doing and then also wanting to be a mom and being great at it and i'm still learning i'm a work in progress but like
1: i'm getting it right i want to give you some 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 Someone taught me this yesterday. I don't remember where I was at, but someone told me this yesterday. They said that she, a woman, read a book. A woman wrote a book. A nurse, and she like she she helped old rich people. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book because on their dying bed, she asked them questions and she turned it into a book. And the number one answer they all had was they wished that they realized that they had enough. Mm. because think because the 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 ambitious side of you the need Mm. to conquer makes you feel like it's not enough it's not enough Mm -hmm. and then you miss out on those moments Mm -hmm. and of like being like a parent like i have i have terrible dad guilt like my kids get they get whatever the fuck they Mm -hmm. want because i feel like i'm not there Mm -hmm. and it's like i want to at least let like if i'm working so hard let me at least reward you Mm -hmm. without you going through it so i understand it but now I, I bring I'm my a, kids. with I'm me. a man. That's yeah, what I'm saying. They, I imagine. I'm a man. So yeah. as a woman, yeah. I could just like it's, I could just imagine. Oh, it's, hard. It, it's a way different connection to the child than the yeah. father has, and you still feel that. You know, and that I got Iris
3: triplets. Okay, so right. my kids are two, one, and pregnant. So now
1: I got my kids on my hip. So yeah. I take my kids with me. So I, like, I, ain't gonna lie. I wish you brought them to this interview. We would have had them right. It would have been perfect.
3: Oh no, they wouldn't have shut their ass up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good though.
1: That, but, that, but to be honest with you, I would have loved that because to me, I feel like the world needs to see. More human moments yeah. from the superheroes like uh, yourself. Yeah, no, that's Because true. I think that seeing those moments give. So that means you want
3: to babysit, is what you telling me? Because <laughs> I, I bring kid. my kids I over say, here. I'm tell
1: you something. Kids yeah, love me, okay, and yeah. I love kids because they're the purest version of love. Yes, yes they, they, they don't are. have hey, no the they don't have no preconceived. Let me tell thoughts.
3: you, let me tell you how deep that is. I was just talking about that the other day. If you want to know if somebody is right for you, if they got a good spirit and a good energy, kids, bring you. your kids around them. Yes, because they they don't have a preference. Yes. It's just pure agape energy. And if yes. they don't like you, they feel it. Like they're gonna show it. Yeah. So like, if I'm around somebody, I will bring my kids around to see what they do. If yeah. they start crying, it's a wrap. I'm not doing no yeah. business. with I agree. You.
1: And my thing is, if I can't be who i am around my kids around you that i don't want to do business with you absolutely because that means you're never going to understand how important they are to me because that's my why yeah and if you don't care about my why i don't want to work with you yeah that's my why bro like and that's it's why it's hard for business.
4: You. it's too you have to understand that the person doing the business is still a person in the, the day so there's another yeah. side of their life that is not accounted for
1: yeah no so, that's true what up everybody this is ray dangs aka the Culture referee You already knew that. But what you didn't know about, I bet, is a new distribution company called Two Loss Distribution. They're the most technologically advanced distributor in the world. They distribute your music to more stores than any distributor out there. And they only charge you $3 a month. Yep, $3 a month. And they don't charge you any money to collect your royalties. So you get 100% of your royalties. Y'all know how some of them distribution companies be asking for, you know, it's distribute with us but they take 20% these guys don't take any of that they charge $3 a month to distribute all your music and if you use the code God's which is on the bottom of the screen when you add your discount code you get 3 months free so if you're looking for distribution you need distribution you're looking for the best distribution company to work with 2Loss is the fastest growing distribution company out there mess with them tell them Ray sent you you're gonna get some money off so let me ask you Where does all your ambition come from?
3: So, I don't know how much y'all know about... I think you know a little bit about my story. Um, But the people watching might know. That's what I want to know. So, my father did 22 years in prison. He Mm -hmm. was a big-time kingpin in Baltimore, Jamaican. And he got caught up. Mm -hmm. So, the day that I was born, my father was being sentenced to 30 years. So, he ended up doing a 22. So, I grew up in a single-parent household. My mother's Jamaican. She got like five jobs. She working at McDonald's. Okay, Mm. the payroll company, she's working at the bank, and she's an entrepreneur on top of that, Mm. right? So all the examples that I saw was like hustlers. I saw people not take any excuses. I also saw people like not beg, borrow, or steal from nobody and really go out and get the things that they want. So I had no choice but to absorb that. So while I was growing up, I would sell McChickens in high school. Mm. I would go to McDonald's and buy the McChickens for a dollar, and I would sell them for $2 in the cafeteria, I would sell frozen (laughs) cups. I'm selling candy. Then I fucking became a party promoter. I don't even know how that happened. (laughs) Right? So, like, I'm throwing parties. I can remember me and my mom sitting on the couch and on the floor counting $4,000 at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm 14, 15, 16 years old. Right? So, the hustle in me came early Mm -hmm. because I realized... I didn't want to end up like my parents. And Mm. and they were good parents, great parents, right? Always gave us the things that we needed. But I felt like they worked too hard. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to work that hard. I wanted to create something and build generational wealth so I could sit up and be butt naked on the beach. And and relaxing and enjoying the fruits of my labor. And the last piece (laughs) of that is I always had this mentality like I will not lose. Mm. No matter what it is. Like I will not lose. I'm a boss. When I was a kid, y'all, I used to watch Golden Girls with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And Laverne and Shirley, okay? Mm -hmm. And we used to cook in the kitchen. And while everybody was playing with toys, we couldn't afford toys. Like, we would get hand-me-downs and all of that stuff. And I I used to be like, I'm going to make it. And everybody used to be like, Pinky, you crazy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be a star. And nobody knew what I was talking about. Hell, I didn't know what I was talking about. But all of those things manifesting that really, like, came to life Mm -hmm. because I've been speaking that, and the power of my tongue really just manifested itself to what we see now.
1: Did you see anything that made you feel that way? Because... I come from a background of, like, fucked up shit, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, like, you have that revisionist history where you start looking back and you're like, why? Like, why was I like that? Like, even when I look at my family, my family and me are like, we act alike, Mm -hmm. but we don't think alike, right? And to me, it's like, how did, how, like, and I always try to figure out, and I think my my inspiration came from, I'm a Virgo, and I I have a problem with being a victim. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a kid, my mother would treat, us like victims, like mm. your uncle's coming downstairs, go down there, he might get your hair cut, your uncle's coming, because my mm. uncle's a big drug dealer, he don't want to mm-hmm. move this here, your uncle might come, and he might get y'all some clothes, or the, I need you to show up because we're trying to get our welfare check. And I remember I was 16, 15, my mom was waiting on her in- income tax check, and I remember, I remember this day so vividly because she kept saying, you know, like school come, you know, you're waiting for the check to come to get some clothes for mm-hmm. school, and my mom was like, my income tax check, come I'm going to get y'all, mm. and then it came. And I gave it to her on the couch, like look. And I'll never forget. She was like on the phone, and she was open up like. And then she opened up, and they took the whole check because oh, something wow. went wrong. Oh, and I remember no. thinking like, All right, this ain't gonna be my fucking life, man. Yeah. I don't want my life to be waiting mm-hmm. on the right check. To, I just, it was something about it that I just couldn't deal with it. So when I see you and I hear you, I'm like. Where did that come from? Because that's different.
3: It was two things. So so the first thing, my mother is a local celebrity in Baltimore okay. and has been for years, mm-hmm. right? She's a lead singer of a reggae band. And my mother hair oh. touches the ground mm-hmm. and has since I was a kid. So we go to the grocery stores and everybody used to adore my mom. Like everybody, oh my gosh, can I take a picture of your hair? And I'm like, people love this lady. I mm-hmm. want people to love me like exactly. that. And she'd be on stage. She used to do these big shows and concerts in D.C. and in Baltimore. And so many people would come out To see her And she would bring us On stage Mm. And I'm like I want to be like that When I grow up So you saw That's the first thing um,
1: Yeah Yeah, But then on the flip
3: side I'm Jamaican So in America I wasn't American enough and in Jamaica, I wasn't Jamaican, Jamaican enough. So I kind of, kind of understand, like, people who are biracial, like, yeah. you ain't black enough <laughs> you ain't white enough. So, like, they would clown me in Jamaica yeah. for being too American. Yeah. And in America, I go to school smelling like fried fish because we cooking fried fish and dumpling exactly. in the house every day, right? Exactly. So I always felt like the underdog. Yeah. I always felt like I never fit in. So I worked extra hard yeah. because I felt like I never fit into anything. And that really kind of, like, gave me the battery that I put on my back to really, like, go out and really get
1: it. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing, by the way. I just want to tell you, that's amazing. Thank and you. You are a superhero to Thank young you. girls. And we need, that's why I, that's why I love that you talk. I actually, I wish Aisha and Dora, because p- people that's watching, she has a two-female team behind her, and they get just as fucking busy. Yes, they do. That is, bu- like, bro, that's amazing, because, and I feel like y'all are the examples of what, what I think young girls need to see instead of the bullshit that they do see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you that.
3: And you know what it's crazy because like you know I do a lot so yes. like all the things that I do gets highlighted right but yeah. obviously you know if I was doing something else it probably yeah. would get highlighted more but yeah. like I'm walking mm-hmm. in my purpose and I know yeah, sure. that there are people that are paying attention um that are looking up to me and I'm just going to continue to do what
1: I do. Question. So I I, I know because we did American Session, so I, I I understand the idea but I want to hear you maybe expound on it a little more is where did slutty vegan come from the concept.
0: That name is a little out there. Okay,
3: so y'all see my necklace. I got a weed leaf on my necklace, right? (laughs) And it's (laughs) a vegan. So backstory. I had a restaurant in Harlem.
2: Okay. It was called
3: It was called Pinky's Jamaican and American Restaurant. And at the time I was a television producer for the Maury show. I know people. You don't was know messy as fuck well. <laughs> You was starting all the trouble. You was but it was a good messy. You was, it it was, was messy. chasing <laughs> the camera. No, you were, hold on, hold on. I was chasing people with more. the camera. So you was actually
1: chasing people with the camera. I was chasing people with the camera. Fu- fu- f- oh my god! But let you, gotta find footage of this. Oh my god.
3: I've actually posted a video this week, but um, that was the best experience of my life. Because let me tell you, what I realized from working on that show, I realized that it ain't just black people that got problems. Absolutely. Okay? It was white people, Asians, everybody, old, young. We all got issues. It's just who's willing to display their issues on national TV, right? But I got to connect with people from different socioeconomic backgrounds on that show. So I'm trying to make more political, right? Yeah. But there was an upside to it. Yeah. So while I was working on the show, um, one of my Jamaican friends who had a restaurant, shout out to Rusty's in, in Harlem, he hit me up and he was like, listen, there's a restaurant available for you if you want it. All you got to do a sublet. And I'm like, well, I ain't never had no restaurant. Uh-huh. I like to eat. Yeah. I ain't no chef, but I like to eat. Yeah. And he was like, just take it. The rent was $2,400 a month, y'all. <laughs> I
2: didn't
3: know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I started getting on Google, getting on YouTube, and started researching no like way. restaurant industry.
0: YouTube University?
3: YouTube University. And I encourage everybody
1: to get was, on YouTube was University, say, YouTube, okay?
3: YouTube. Now it's TikTok University, okay?
1: But TikTok is still hard to search. Yeah. Like, you gotta discover it on your feed, some or somebody gotta share or it or with you, can, you. Or you can search it, but, but YouTube, you know, because I'm a little older. Search, yeah. Right,
3: so YouTube was really good for me because i learned how to operate a business from going online i didn't go to any formal training i didn't go to school to do this so i opened up that restaurant popping They know what i was doing i'm selling oxtail jerk chicken (laughs) and i don't eat none of it and they like yes at the time i was vegetarian turning vegan
0: oh that's od
2: yeah
3: and 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 that's why let me tell y'all something about being in alignment Mm -hmm. when you are not in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing it will never work amen because people was telling me like okay how's the jerk chicken I'm like it tastes good <laughs> I ain't never tasted a day oh, in my no, life I can make on? it right but I ain't never tasted. <laughs> I,
1: I, I like that you said that and I'm being real right no, that's real
3: so let me tell you how God work y'all so because of that and, and maybe it's not because of that but I just feel <laughs> like my time had passed in that space I had a grease fire in that restaurant oh,
2: mm.
3: and lost everything
2: mm. I
3: went from you know as entrepreneurs we all know one day you can have money in the bank and one thing go wrong it's over with right that's that's just the art of entrepreneurship, That's the right? the shit
1: that we deal with. Literally. <laughs> so
3: I went from having money in the bank, doing well, having a sustainable business, opening up another juice bar down the street to literally losing everything. My car got repoed. I got kicked mm. out of my apartment, um, went flat broke. Like I'm down at the EBT line trying to get food. And mind you, I'm a former Miss Clark Atlanta University. I'm a Delta. Ooh. I'm in a sorority. So I was always the it girl. Everything that I've ever touched turned to gold. And now this fell apart right yeah. in front of my face. So can you imagine if you got consecutive win? That's like LeBron winning, 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 winning. And then you have a significant loss. Some of us don't really know how to exactly. handle that. Yeah. Right. So when that happened, I felt like life was falling apart until I got a call from a show called Ayala Fix My Life. And they said that they were looking for a supervising producer. Mm. And I'm like, cool. Like what I got to lose. I lost everything else already. Mm-hmm. So I packed up my bags and I moved to L.A., and I started working on the show and that was the best thing that could have happened to me because can you imagine I'm trying to heal from depression while getting to heal other people. Like, while you're healing, right. Yeah. So like I'm casting other people yeah. to get the healing that they need. So it was like free therapy for yeah. me. Right. So that, I'm telling you, the universe is always working in your favor. So long story short, uh, they get, they call me like Pinky. We want you to go back to Atlanta to work on the show. Cause we want you to be on the ground. It's only for three months. I'm like, all right, cool. I packed up my bags. I put my stuff in storage and I moved to Atlanta. And I was in my two-bedroom apartment and I was smoking a blunt. I'm going to be honest, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you for your vegan treatment. I don't know what if that know? was
3: yeah. sour diesel or what, yeah. but okay. Yeah. But I was on cloud nine for yeah. and yeah. slutty vegan hit me like a light bulb. No now at this time, I want y'all to know the space that I was in, right? I was running five miles a day. I was reading a book a day. Everybody called me crazy. I'm like, no, I don't want to hang out. No, I don't want to go to the bar. No, I ain't trying to chill. No, I ain't trying to do that. Like, I'm really trying to lock in. And I didn't really know what I was locking in for until I came up with Slutty Vegan. Mm. And then I continued to do my research Everybody told me that I was crazy Minus my two best friends They was like Pinky why are you going to do that again Like you fell into a depression Like it was hard for you to last restaurant But one thing about me is I cannot leave business unfinished So I said I'm going to start this thing over again And I'm going to try a thing Started in a a
1: shared kitchen Then the rest is history So that was five years ago So what was it about the idea Because I can relate to you Because I had I have 10 ideas that I want to do for a show. But it was when someone said, I was on the phone with my homegirl and she said, some of us are goats and some of us are underdogs. And mm-hmm. I'm just a market in minds. So I'm like goats and underdogs. Mm-hmm. God. Oh, yeah, that's good. God I'm going to do God. the God that's And that's why I can't, because it's also God is in there. Mm-hmm. And for me, I thought like that. And I was like, this is the one. Because mm-hmm. I feel like everybody sees looks in the mirror and they either see a goat mm-hmm. or they see an underdog every human mm-hmm. that's why i thought it would work i had plenty of ones oh that's but good. what was it about slutty vegan where you was like nah because i know right you have i've seen you in action you get a, i'm pretty sure you get 20 ideas a day but it was yeah. something oh, yeah. about that she one now, Dora laugh <laughs> i think Dora laugh like you already know Dora. i seen her at work she's like <laughs> she's a spitter so i'm like what was it about that one that made you say no that's the one that came from god
3: it felt right in my spirit and I never in my life ever felt like this before. So you seen me in action. Mm-hmm. I give out a million ideas. I give out hustles. I don't care. I'm like, I, I, yeah. I don't have the wherewithal to do all these ideas, Period. but that was the one idea that I did not want to share with nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I knew I at that it. moment, I'm like, this the one.
0: But that kind of name Is a little bit I was about That's what I say. What was it it about Because
1: you could have Easily called it Pinky's Vegan
3: And nobody would come call it
1: Slutty Exactly Nobody would come If I named it
3: Pinky's Vegan Mm -hmm. But what I did was I merged the two most Pleasurable experiences In life And that's sex (laughs) And that's food
0: Amen And we all have had sex (laughs) And we all like food Okay
1: Yeah some of us More than others No listen (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you So let me tell you Why it works So I see. I hear about Slave Vegan, I think the first person to tell me is Shaka. Mm-hmm. Shaka's like, you never know saw Slave Vegan's always a line? It was food trucks. It was oh, on yeah. Northside Drive. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a man, so you know, I got to do my research. I'm like, so I had to call my best friend a girl. I'm like, and she's a publicist. so she should know everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, what the fuck is this Slave Vegan thing? <laughs> and the first thing I wanted to know was who's the woman behind it? Because she gotta be crazy, <laughs> and crazy. she says she's crazy. She is crazy. <laughs> she is crazy. And I was like, and I met you. And you weren't as crazy as I thought you were. Like I was like, I thought it was like a good crazy, though. Now, mm-hmm. a great crazy, a Thank smart you. crazy. Thank you. But I was thinking slutty crazy. So I'm thinking <laughs> like she walking around in a bikini and shit, like <laughs> oh no. <"Sluts!"> and <laughs> like, and then I was, you know what I'm saying? That's but it made me interested, and it made me also say, I got to try this shit because yeah. I need to understand the hype. You know. So it worked. What then, I created worked okay. exactly. You
3: know why? Because. I wanted to do something so racy that it was going to make people pay attention, right? Yes. Being a television producer, I know that like that, that, that power of making people pay attention. I love that. And if I can do reverse psychology and make you think that a provocative word is bad, you can be like, well, what that mean? Like, well, I need to yeah. know what it is. And now I can get you to ask questions. Even if you're upset about it, guess what? I got you locked in. Yes. And when you can have somebody locked in, you can educate them on anything that it is that you want. Yes. And that's exactly what I did when it came to she vegan had the food. Nerve By the way, to try.
1: brilliant. Like I tell Thank people, you. this show is my artist. Yeah. Like I treat the show like it's an artist. Like yep. I, I know how to do what I, I know how to create things. I'm in an entertainment business. So mm-hmm. all I did was say, I'm gonna treat this like an artist. And when I was saying I was and when I started it, you know, of course everybody is like, everybody has podcasts. I like, I know exactly how. I'm going to pop this shit off yeah. because I know I'm a consumer myself. Yeah. So I'm like, I know I only know about podcasts from Instagram. You know what you want to see. But it's like I know about, so my mind is like, and then, you know, we all have Instagram or with social media. How many of your friends send you shit all day? Mm -hmm. And all I thought to myself is, is if I could put something online, that makes someone send to other people, mm-hmm. then I won. And then if that works, then it'll work. And that's what we did. But let works. me
3: tell you, why treating it like an artist, I never heard nobody else say that, except for me. Yeah. I treat slutty vegan like an artist. Yes. Slutty vegan is... Lil Wayne going yes. on tour yes right dropping albums every time I drop a store that's an album yep okay like if yes. I want to drop a single that's a food truck pop yep. up yep right like we doing partnerships and features when celebrities come yes. like that's features and because I treat it like an artist look at all the people that I'm around yeah I'm around people that have been in the industry so I treat it like music artistry yes because that's how I can infuse myself into the culture and
1: that's how you make it cool by and the and that's way. how you
3: make it cool because otherwise veganism technically by nature ain't sexy. cool it yeah, ain't sexy. It's, sexy. You it's it sexy. green. Yeah. It's it's safe, and yeah. I didn't want it to be safe. Mm. And it's been working for the last five years. Let me tell y'all something. In the last five years, I've been able to open up thirteen locations. My fourteenth location is Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Uh-huh. We just won the big bid in one. the airport, which is a big deal. Thank That's
0: you. A huge deal.
3: I've graced the cover of the biggest magazines. I, I just was named uh one of one hundred on the Times one hundred list. On Hold mm-hmm. on, let me gas you
4: up real quick. T- Gass I, me. I, 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 Go I, I wanted, Gass I wanted me. to bring this part up too. Come on
0: out.
4: You just went from a eight figure business mm-hmm. to a nine figure yes. business. Crazy. The mindset and changing that and, and getting to that place of to get to the first six like what was your mindset in saying, okay, I'm gonna turn Slutty vegan from a six figure business to a seven-figure business, to an eight-figure business. So mm-hmm. now, it's worth over $100 million. Slutty Vegan was a billion-dollar business from the beginning. You got to tell them. It.
3: It, oh, like, it. It. it didn't, it didn't have on. to grow there. My mm-hmm. mindset, and I'm going to tell you why. And for anybody that's watching this, when you start a business for the first time, you got to treat it like a billion-dollar business. You that's know why? Right. Because if you work hard enough... It'll become that. So in the very beginning, I got all of my trademarks. Mm. In the very beginning, I got the highest paid lawyer who was the best of the best, got the best accountants, brought in the best team from the very start because I already knew in my mind, if I'm going to do this again you either going to be a bear Or you're going to be a grizzly bear yep. And I'm Ooh. a goddamn grizzly bear So I'm Ooh. really going to go hard And do the things that I want To get to where I want to be mm-hmm. So I already had that mindset early on So now I'm just thinking about bigger picture Remember what I told y'all When I was a kid I said I'm going to be a millionaire Yeah, I'm going to be a star And at 30 I became a millionaire mm-hmm. and, and by who's asking I became a star in my own For right sure. yeah. Right now My conversation If you listen to any of my interviews I'm going to be a billionaire For sure Okay I'm going to be a bigger star. Oprah, sure. what would Oprah do? Yep. That's my conversation yeah, now because yeah, sure. the power of my tongue is so real and I'm manifesting all the things that I want.
1: But the one thing that you're doing that I think is the smartest thing is that you're aligning yourself with the brand. Yeah. So like, it's like, it's like to me, slutty vegan is bad boy and you're puff. Right. And we see them as that, but, but but the, but the one thing, but it's here's different. the best part about it. The one thing that when puff became puff, now he can say, Cologne, liquor, clothing, Banks. and that's what I mean by you becoming a brand. And what I notice is, is that all of the celebrities that are, all of the companies that are winning, are ran by a face. Yeah. In today's world, because mm-hmm. they can't just buy into you, they have, they can't just buy into what you're doing. They have to buy into you and why you're doing it. So they have yep. to feel like we're supporting mm. this mission. It feels mm-hmm. like it's our mission. Yeah. So that's the thing that I love. That's what. By the way, that's what. I've been trying to figure it out for the longest. Cause for me, it's frowned upon to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Aisha knows. Mm-hmm. This shit ain't like it was like niggas was niggas is looking at me like I'm the police for a minute, like, hold on, what the fuck is Ray doing? Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm tired of giving power mm-hmm. to artists and them fucking it up. Mm. I know I'm going to show up for me. Mm. So I'd much rather make half a million on my own yep. than make two million with you. Because I can make half a million on my own, I can make five million on my own. I can make 10 million on my own. Because yep. I'm going to show up for me. Mm. And I'm going to do every fucking thing every, it takes to win. Everything. And I can't bet my money on someone and hope that they do it. Because it happens. Like, dog, you don't. Know, the hard part about what we do is we don't know who anyone is until they get their first check. Yeah and that's, that's when they a show fact. real face yeah and that's where, that's when they go from like calling you you know sis to calling you you know like hey hey homegirl let me tell you something i got shit going on it's like homegirl i was sis yesterday yep. oh that's real you got money now you think the money is going to protect you you don't know it's going to run out but humility is so important it's in it's so business. important to win it's it's everything
3: that you have to have it's everything i i don't believe that i would have gotten this far if it wasn't for the most humbling moments of of my career and even as i elevate and rise like i never met a stranger Mm -hmm. i'll never walk up to somebody and be rude be nasty be mean to them you know why because one day they might be my boss okay because the tables can turn so i'm always good to people and that level of humility will take you really really far in
1: life and when you have the name they're really watching you now. Yeah. So now they're waiting to see is she gonna be a bitch because she probably. Mm-hmm. Think, so they waiting to see you oh, think you are all that for and that's why. So you have to actually go more out your way to say to be kind so people can see like this is just me. Or you could just be yourself, right? So like that's the art that I practice, just mm-hmm. being
3: authentically me. Yep. And I believe that that's why I've been able to build like a cult fan base because I may say some things that aren't politically correct. I talk about like I'm on the the podcast where like. Like I'm saying that I smoke weed and came up with my idea on like CNBC and Bloomberg, right? You understand That's what I'm saying? Incredible. So, but but that is who I am, and I like it. I'm not going to change who I am for nobody. I ain't code switching when I'm walking in the room. I am Pinky Cole Hayes because I just got married. Okay, right. like congratulations, that, thank you. That is me all day Ooh. long, and as a result of that authenticity, people love it and they want to be attached to it.
4: I got a question.
0: Amen.
4: I hope you fail. Love
0: that. Thank like,
4: you. What what inspired? I hope
0: oh, I
3: failed
4: too.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, know so, the story.
3: You
1: gotta know the okay, story. Okay, plug. Got boom. Um, so I'm gonna I'm do the rest of the interview like this. Wait, so I have
0: a quick question before
1: okay. I go. That, that work for you. What I do you the interview in like this, Dora. You like Mass that? Dora, arts. like keep the face up. right? That's <laughs> why you did production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, keep your fingers down.
3: <laughs> so, so let me tell you the backstory of this book. So, my first book was called Eat Plants, Bitch. Yes. I remember that. Yes.
1: That's amazing. It's yeah, always know.
0: this name that's that gets you. Though. I like a good looking. cheeky
3: name. You got to meet the people where they are. But last year, um, I was the youngest commencement speaker at Clark Atlanta University, which Glad is my alma you. mater.
2: Woo. That's a big. All that's the students a big. LLCs. That's a big. Yeah, the way to make one. Yeah, and, a HBCUs.
3: And I gave all the students that were graduating LLCs, which is, was a really big deal because mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan when I graduated. So the theme of my speech was, "I hope you fail." Mm-hmm. So, like I said before. Not having a father in the household, losing everything. I've been broke. I've been depressed. I've been sad. I had friends betray me. I had people try to sue me. I didn't got sued. I got everything, right? I've been through the worst. But on the flip side, I've always been through the best, right? Yes. I built a multimillion dollar company. I became a mother when a doctor told me I couldn't even have kids and now I can't mm. stop having kids. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like I have been through so many positive things on the flip side that I realize that the difference between a failure and not failing is your mindset. Absolutely. Right. You got to be able to reverse engineer when bad things happen so when I wrote this book I wanted it to be universally sound for everybody who has ever experienced a failure Mm -hmm. so if we dig deep and start peeling back the layer nobody really fails right Mm -hmm. these are situations that happen in our life that are inevitable but it's your mindset shift and how you deal with it and how you show up in those moments that really make all the difference
1: and that's Mm -hmm. why I created this book I always say failing means you're trying yeah. And I don't, and I'd much rather be, and I'll tell people, I'd much rather be on the floor trying and getting laughed at. Yeah. And in the stands laughing. Absolutely. I don't want to be in the stands laughing because trust me, I, I went to high school with Ludacris. You know where that comes mm. from Ray. And I seen Ludacris trying to be a rapper. And I, I, ne- right. Ludacris used to ride the bus, the mm. Marta bus to the station. So he's to have to walk. So when the school bus are riding, you seen Chris walking to the bus. And, I mean, nobody clowned him, but you kind of did because you always clowned the bus riders. We right. just did know the motherfucker was riding the bus to the radio station mm-hmm. and was building a goddamn mm-hmm. career. So right. you start learning not to laugh mm-hmm. because the person that's trying is the person that I want to be.
3: My father told me nothing beats trial but a failure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, I'm gonna always try so
3: yeah. that I ain't
4: never got to fail. And so, you know how goofy you look laughing at somebody if you, let's say you out of shape. You know how goofy you look laughing at somebody did. from the car yeah, saying, but, damn, he's trying. But can I tell you another mm-hmm. thing
1: that I had to learn? People that have been through it, will Never laugh at you. Absolutely. Yep. The only people who are laughing at you is the people that haven't tried. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay yeah. with you laughing. But if somebody, like when I see somebody going through some shit, I feel that shit because mm-hmm. I know how, you know it how takes it balls to get up every day and say, I'm going to do something. It I'ma takes be balls something. to
3: get up from a bad situation. Yes. Y'all ever yes. been broke before? Yeah. Shit, what? So, okay. Not you ever had a dollar in your bank account and you got too much pride and ego and you don't want to ask nobody for nothing? I never had a bank
1: account. I used to do check cashing places. Oh, so, I so didn't so you even get know what I was doing. I was just. Listen, when somebody, For my blitz. first check in the music industry was $37,500. Mm. And I literally was like, oh, shit, yeah, do you I think, think the book. check cash in place well, I have this kind of cash on deck? The cash in Ooh, they and, and a my lot man, money and D-Dot was yeah. like, because it was a personal check. So he was like, d was like, bro, you have to get a bank account. How do you do that? And then I never, listen, listen, I deposited the check. I feel yeah. so proud of myself. So I'm like, when the money coming, they're like, 19 days before a check clears. What the fuck? Damn.
0: <laughs> Immediately. I don't want to make out no you more. You was waiting every day oh for that check to
1: clear. Imagine having <laughs> a well, life like, changing check this. and the bank is like 19 days. You asked this? You said,
4: hey, look, right? You said the 19 days include the weekend too. <laughs> no, no, it was the weekend <laughs> by the way. It days. was the weekend. Right. 19
0: like, business days. That's it. No,
1: so but but a it's like I, I love that. That's your story. I love that. You, I love that. The thing I like about you is that I know. Give a fuck, mm-hmm. and to Indeed. me, I think that that's where all of it is coming from. Because, like I said, we buy into the person behind the company now. Yep, like we don't just want to know who the company is. Mm-hmm. So we have access to too much information. We want to oh, know the true. story. We want to know your husband is. We want to know what your kids look like. Mm-hmm. We want to know what your what your team look like. We want to know everything yeah. about you, and you understand how to play that game, which. I've watched it. I've been watching. I'm like, okay, you gotta get loud. So every time yeah. I see somebody, I'm like, you better get loud. Yeah. Even if you're a manager, don't be a behind the scenes manager. Don't be behind the scenes and tell your story. Tell your story. Because people don't buy products;
3: they buy into the story. Yep. And when you get people to buy into the story, they'll support whatever it is that you have if they mm-hmm.
1: yep, if they believe
0: it. I got a question. So as a black woman, so I have this saying. Um, I've. Nowhere near as big as you or anything, but experiences. And I think it's amazing that you have black women on your team, that you're working with, hiring. Um, I have a saying, and I always say, like, we tend to think that there's not room for two black women at a table. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll start working with people or people will work with you, but then when they start seeing you rise a little bit, they'll get you out of there. Um, did you have mentors early on, and how did they work with you, and what made you want to work with other black women on your way up?
3: You know, it's interesting because most of my mentors have been men.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: What, what <laughs> most Pointful, of, most and, and and I'm gonna be honest. I'm totally transparent. I got a really strong personality, right? Could so be. I've always and you remind me of me. I be watching you. You were
0: one, one th- of the first people <laughs> to follow me that was like a celebrity. Like she followed me like a year ago. So yeah, we've been been on been, this I've journey been following together. you for a
3: while, but I've always had a very dominant personality. Yeah. So I, I just hung better with guys, to yeah. be honest, because like the the energy was just a little bit different. So one of my first mentors was Shaka Zulu, yeah. right? And I can that remember. Was a big one. When I first met Shaka, I'm like, "You gonna be my manager?" And he was like, "Excuse me, what did you say?" So yeah, I mean, this is Shaka Zulu, and wow. he look, he looking at me like, "Who the hell is this girl?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you I shot, shot my game. shot,
3: right? Nice. And and now that's family. You understand what I'm Amen. saying? Um, and shout out to Kasim, and I got yeah. Robert Smith, and I yeah. got Richie Lou Dennis, and like all of these are very successful men. Yep. Who have really like Done the work In getting to their fortune And now they're supporting And helping me there, There's also women In my life Like shout out to Arian Simone Who is like a force Yes for and, sure And I look at her Like the a way, I hope She
1: gets through this Dumb shit she gotta deal yeah, with She but, will Yeah I hate that She,
3: she going down In yeah, history for, for the right sure. way Yes exactly. um, But you know Just being around For me what's more important Is to be able to Inspire the women around me And when we talk About mentorship It's not always about Like mentoring up Yeah Like there are people That ain't got to dollar in their pocket that i can learn something from absolutely right i be learning most of the gems from people that ain't really got nothing yeah. to offer me right yes. and and those are are the lessons that i be needing to be able to go out in the world and be great so like i just like to say that i'm a mentor for everybody mm-hmm. um and i ain't got time to have like
1: no problems with women i just be I, going out to get it i was gonna ask you uh because this is something that i deal with i how does it how so you start ground level, and you have ground level people around you, and then obviously as the brand elevates, you elevate. Mm-hmm. Like, How do you deal with like establishing boundaries with the people that might have been at the first food truck that are looking at you like... Because one thing... And I hate this, by the way. I hate when people <laughs> feel the need to remind you where you came from. Yes. Motherfucker, I know that's why I've been working so hard to get away from Or if, if it wasn't for me, yes. the, 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 so, if it wasn't so how, for me. So how do you deal with that? Cause uh, like, for, like it's hard when you're trying to build something. It's been hard for me. Like I've had, like I had a guy that started with me when I started doing this and then he started feeling himself like, and I'm like, nigga, you still, you've made more money from this for me. Cause I pay you. Mm-hmm. And he started like, man, I'm running around to, I built the God show. I'm like you didn't do shit, but what I told you, mm-hmm. how do you <laughs> deal with those moments? Cause that happens. And that's I hope he watches this so that he can see that too.
3: Um, <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Everybody can't go.
1: Yeah. And it
3: took me a long time to understand that everybody cannot go. Yeah. I used to have success guilt.
1: Absolutely. Right?
3: When, when like, you got this team, but, like, you, you in the forefront. But I'm like, this is my shit. When everybody else is sleeping... And I can't get no sleep and I got anxiety about my business, making sure that I got to get good reviews, making sure I ain't in the news for no BS. Like everybody else is sleeping peacefully and I'm not getting no sleep. So if I got to work around the clock and this is my shit and I'm paying you an adequate amount of pay and I'm making sure that you're good. Like you got to understand the train. You know, my husband said something to me the other day. The soldiers got to understand that they're the soldiers. You got your soldiers and Mm. you got your generals, right? Absolutely. Everybody can't be the boss, right? You could be a boss as my supporter. Like, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for my assistant. I need her just like she need me. Mm. But everybody got to know their role. And if they don't know the role, they can't go. What I I have done with my day, day, day ones, I've offered them phantom equity in my
1: company. Sure.
3: Right? right. Because let's talk about... No, that's a clap, right? Because no, a lot of people no, don't, say don't we do that. Now we're
1: supposed to start here. <laughs> we're
3: supposed to start the clap, right? Okay. Okay.
1: right. So let's we, do that again. Let's do that. The slow clap starts
3: okay. on start the, the couch. and,
1: like, and then we all why go, go right.
3: Um, but 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 the reason why I did that is wait, because- wait. Can you
0: tell me exactly what that means? You said so. It. Phantom
3: equity is when you get like ghost shares, yeah. right? So at the time of a sale of a company. They get a cash out basically, okay. mm-hmm. but it has to vest. But yeah, they have so to
1: they have to work a certain amount of time. You got to stay company. with me
3: for at least two years, yeah, whatever I decide. That.
0: I'm with that yes. in
3: order for it to roll over. Because sure. guess what that does for me? It shows your loyalty to me and the company. Yep. And guess what that does for you? If I work hard enough, then I'm not just working for no reason, right? It, like it's all going to pay off. So my day, day, day ones. There's a handful of them. Yep. Like when I cash out or do whatever I decide to do with my business, they're going to be right beside me cashed out too. For sure. Right. And I did that because I wanted them to know that they are an asset to me, not just a liability. Right. Like sure. they're not just an employee to me because my company wouldn't be what it was not if that. it wasn't for them. Right So I encourage All entrepreneurs Incentivize your employees I agree Especially the ones That been in the trenches Like I got people That been with me For as long as my business Has been born mm-hmm. And I can never repay them Money can't repay them For all that they've done for me Even in moments Where now I'm going out in the world And doing interviews
1: And like yeah, thought leadership And, they're still and they working. still in the company that's my point that's They know the right.
3: company More than me now so,
1: so now what happens is Is that you have to Establish that boundary So they understand Like yeah We started together But I have to go Do these things And that's yep. the hard part because what people don't understand is that it's not as much fun as y'all think it is. It's not, and Especially that's my problem. Business. Like my biggest issue in my life is, is that if I go one place, people are like, "Well, damn, I want it to go," and I'm like, <laughs> mm, "You can go on my spot." Yes, I don't even uh, want to go. Listen, being an entrepreneur is what? cool,
3: but it is gathering. Okay. Let me tell you another Work. thing. That you don't,
1: let me tell you what people Work. don't understand if you're watching this, and I we never we haven't talked about this, but I know you understand this. She's in character right now. Mm-hmm. And you have to be that character 24-7, 365, and it's fucking exhausting
2: because
3: mm-hmm.
1: that means you have to always think at an elevated level like I got to think up here because I am pinky Cole mm-hmm. now and the minute that I've come down here they're going to be like see so when you go home mm-hmm. the, first, the last thing you want to do is have to be that character <laughs> which is why
3: it's so necessary to be around people that have the same mindset I can't be around you and you want to sit around and smoke all day Hell nah. if you don't want to build if you want to go to the next level because guess what my brain is fragile at this point Absolutely. anything that comes across me I'm absorbing Absolutely. so I need to connect with the right people so that i got the energy and the mindset to go out in the world and be great because i got my kids paying attention i got little girls paying attention i got grown women my audience is the aunties they uh, love me yeah right so like there are people that are looking up to me and i gotta
1: show up every single day
3: and sometimes that really does get tiring sometimes you don't want to you don't want sometimes to sometimes
1: i want to just be like that's why people are like let's go outside i'm like y'all don't understand they're not running up to y'all trying to like yeah. it's, man it's like that shit and, and, and by the way you appreciate it mm-hmm. but it's sometimes y'all just wanna be like hey man you think i want to fucking hear that right now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you wanna
1: know what's, fucking home to you my know fucking what's kids, so funny Bruh.
3: people pitch ideas to me a lot of times and even in a moment when i don't feel like I, I never turn nobody away you know why because i'm like this is the life that i prayed for exactly mm. but the, that.
1: and that's why it works it. but mm-hmm. it's still you have to be in character And that is hard. Well, it's your persona. Because people have expectations for you. Yeah, they
3: have expectations for you. And and, and the people who are the most successful, in my humble opinion, are the people who, like, their persona is who they are, right? So, like, you become that. You know, I always say when you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. So like I ain't really got to turn this off at this point because this is me all day, every day. I do this all day, every day. So like this is my energy and anybody that's around me know that this is my energy all All the time, time. all the time. But when you authentically walk in that energy, people can smell fake. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I can smell some fake shit like all right, they ain't being real. Sure, Right. But as long as you walk in your authenticity, like people will feel it and they'll support it no matter what. Here's
1: the the, uh, only part that's unfair. You're the only one that has to do it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. like it's like you can go sit down in the corner and yeah. fucking get on your phone and play Candy Crush if you want. Yeah. I can't.
3: But that's why the people around me, anybody sitting around yeah. like if I got to yeah. work, you got to work. Exactly. you I'm 31 weeks pregnant you're here. I'm, I'm having a baby at 39 weeks pregnant. Yeah, wow. You know mm-hmm. what that means? Yeah. That's eight weeks left. Mm. I came from Dallas to New York, from New York to North Carolina. New North Carolina, I drove to Atlanta, did a whole press day yesterday and today. The the seven at seven already. months pregnant. Baby's so tour. baby baby's on If I'm going to get my ass up and be in character like you said, <laughs> yeah. everybody got to work. Every,
1: Nobody's sitting down chilling. that's the part. Yeah. That, that's, to me, I feel like the part that I've been having to get through. Because mm-hmm. it's like, this is like it's not about us like it's not like if I can give Aisha this chair and she could do the mm-hmm. interview and I can say I would do it I don't have I don't need mm-hmm. to be seen I see my fucking self
3: yeah you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. and I When's know whatever I'm,
1: I'm September 19th I'm a Virgo okay. what are you, what's your
3: sign I said okay. oh Ooh, what's Sagittarius? Your December, December-
1: oh. oh. jay a Sagittarius
3: a okay I don't know what that means but <laughs> <laughs> I'm right
1: behind you I'm right behind you I'm okay there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah you
0: know, they stand Ooh. on their shit. They
3: don't fuck with
1: Where's you. They birthday? ain't fucking with you. I'm an Aquarius. Huh. Oh,
3: that's Jay Z yeah. birthday. Sad energy all the, the, day long. The, the, yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, uh, that, you that's you why I get excited. So I just like to see the makeup of winners. I st- I st- I love and I study winners. I love it. To me, mm. it's like that's what I get excited about. Like mm-hmm. I don't even get excited. Like winning is not exciting to me as much as learning how to win differently. Yeah. Because you're gonna win if you show up. You're gonna win. But that that. Attempting new shit So I just love Your thought process And your mentality You know what turned me on Thank it.
3: you What turns me on Is to see my peers winning Amen. Absolutely Like when you see people You know how sometimes you, There there are people in the world That see other people winning And they start hating immediately Amen that term, my battery you motivated. on. You what? Motivated. It put a battery on my back. I'm like, I ain't working hard enough. I yep. need to turn up the exactly. heat. Like that is exactly. what really get me on fire. And I'm proud of y'all because oh. y'all have been moving and shaking and climbing the ladder and elevating and like, there's enough for
1: everybody. It is. And like, yeah. that, you just gotta, you just gotta walk in, I say walk in your power. Yeah. And do it the way, do what you want to do. Like, who gives a fuck what the world thinks? Like, yeah. I, we just, we was talking to Kenny Burns and I'm like, bro, you literally created the moniker lifestyle expert yeah. and turn that into a career you yeah. can anybody can create a character right now become that character and turn it into something mm-hmm. you just gotta be committed that's the hard part you gotta be completely got committed like look at me I'm holding the book up like it's like it's, we are here we, we know why we're here committed. we are not playing yeah. we got she's seven months pregnant she, we need the motherfucking book ball. so y'all need to buy I, gotta a book question, right I, I got a pay for on that heart, exactly I have a question names on that
4: so yeah. like sitting in the household cause you come from your your husband's successful in his own right as well so like, what does that look like in your household? Like,
1: I that, have one question about the household. I was gonna ask. That. My question might is ask about because, food.
4: Because we also yes, yeah, so how is he making cheese theory. steaks and cooking. you a vegan?
1: Right. Do the kids are the kids vegan? Like, is right. he like fuck that I sell steaks? <laughs> I don't care. They gonna eat you steak. You like? Hey, what well, I yeah, want to hey, be hey, like? Hey, how hey, does
4: that work? That salmon egg roll, uh, salmon Philly egg roll. She got. They got. Uh-uh. Oh my god! So listen, gonna, listen, how does that work?
3: Let me tell you. I'm gonna answer both questions. So the funny thing about it is, my son is one years old, right? So the other day, this little Negro was eating a chicken bone, and almost had a heart attack. Exactly. And I said, you know what? It's cool, but my daughter, <laughs> my daughter is vegan. But yeah. my husband was like, "All right, come on, you gotta somebody got, me. somebody
1: got eat meat." And he was meat, like, you, "Somebody
3: my he, and he on. likes seafood. He like my son's at least got to eat seafood oh, with me." So boy. I'm like, "Okay, cool, but my daughter is 100 percent vegan." But as Cap Derek can cook better than me. I can cook, really? but like
1: I was about to ask that a question. Really, I about to say he's a are really, really are good y'all kid. actually chefs or entrepreneurs who rooted in and like. We're not
3: chefs. And neither one of us are chefs. We just really like to cook and really like to eat. But he Mm. can, we have a lot of, we're going to invite you to the next one. For sure. All of y'all. We have a lot of cookouts at the house. We just bought this nice, big, beautiful house. Mm -hmm. And we always have gatherings and cookouts. And me and him just get in the kitchen, I make all the sides. And mm-hmm. he makes all the proteins yeah. and we just really like rock out. We ain't got to nobody. We just yeah. cook all the food. I,
1: said, I just imagine like we not eating vegan tonight. But let's, <laughs> we let's, eat cheese steak. Okay. Like, he, I just he, don't, that. He, he don't
3: really be with the vegan thing, but he respected, which is yeah. why I respect him. But your question, you ever look in the mirror and you see yourself every day, yeah. right? When I look in the mirror, I see my husband. Mm. Like I know this sound cliche, but y'all, I really met my match. Okay, mm. you know how people really say that. Like, I didn't been through enough bad apples to know the difference, oh, right? Absolutely. Only thing different, he just light skin and I yep. brown skin. Oh, okay, yeah, but like, he really is my person, and he's my person for a couple of reasons. He's a dreamer like me. He's had obstacles like me. Um, he, he his father passed away from cancer. Mm. Um, I just found out my dad had cancer. Mm. Right, like we're both the youngest. Uh, we both have these multi million dollar companies that really just started from a wing and a prayer. Yep. And that got super popular in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Right. Philanthropists, authors, and then we literally just like our person that's my homie. Like, yeah, I, sure. I only hang with my husband. Exactly. If you ever see my husband, I'm right there with him. Exactly. Like I don't hang with nobody else except for him. And I'm so glad God put him in my life because he was what I was missing. I had mm. all the success, all the money in the world. I had all these things going, but I needed my person and he really makes me better. And I get to make him better too. So it just works for I them want men way. to clap. Just the men.
1: Yes. Just the men. Yeah. Just the men.
2: Because these women out here
1: please. be like, <laughs> <laughs> I got money, I don't need no man. Yes, you do. Oh no, you I need that. A love man. is necessary. Yes. Cause if you don't have no money, who are you sharing it with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I and he can share his money with me too. <laughs> oh, you don't like that? You don't think love is necessary? Tamir, you know, Tamir don't I do believe think,
0: in love. No, I don't you, even do want to have a I'll deal with it another time. You got you got a boom? I, life is hard. But when, <laughs> one thing I did, one thing I've been accepting lately is that I might just have to be the breadwinner and. In my life So that's a whole other story For another day But that's day. Listen
3: And I'm not saying That's okay But like that's We okay. live in a world Where right. women Have become more dominant When it comes to Finances Right for real, let's keep it real. Like I raised 25 million dollars for my company. My husband did not Hello. raise that for his company, Hello. right? Like but but he, but has he also has point. a very successful he had
0: his restaurants established, established already.
3: Established already. That. So he already had his own success. So my company is valued at 100 million dollars. His company is valued at a lot of money. When you get to a certain level, in life, and in your career, and your professionalism, and in business, we ain't even looking at who make more money than who. We win it together. Matter. It doesn't right. Matter. It, we become one, and th- and that's how it works. I'm not like, all right, who's paying this bill? No, but daily? I'm just saying, I'm as,
1: as a man, as a life. man, <laughs> it feels good to hear that because money doesn't money doesn't cover up the bullshit that you got to go. With. It really doesn't. Only that is.
5: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket
1: Nothing better than making money and traveling the world with somebody who you fucking Actually, love. Yeah. Because trust me, trying traveling with randos is not as fun she as you hates. think they are. When they start saying, buy. when they start you saying oh, rando shit, <laughs> like yeah, you, you know, like on you on know your way. man, you know, yeah. he, like you, like you gotta know me. Like yeah. if I'm tired, don't ask me why we can't go to a restaurant, yes. motherfucker. Because I don't I'm feel tired. like it. Yes, you ain't been working. Yes. I have. Yes. Leave yes. me the fuck alone. But yes. you got to get someone that understands you and.
3: And we make a lot of money together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a lot of real estate. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of businesses. And we random, too. We just bought a Sprinter. We like, shit, we pay all this money for car services. (laughs) We might as well buy a Sprinter. Now we got a Sprinter, and we invoice our companies to make more money. So, like, we get to come together and really build a family business, and that's what I love the most about us. So you
0: met him, he already had two kids. How did you integrate y'all family lives together with one another?
3: That was a process. (laughs) Um, But um, me and, and the baby mom, we actually cool.
0: Oh, that's good that's you know why because i'm are a
3: grown-ass cool. woman that's why mm-hmm. what um, other option
1: do we have yeah it to be and, and, cool or not cool not and, cool stresses us out
3: and the reality of it is people don't know when you have a baby by somebody you immediately become a relative with yes. the baby mom whether you like to believe it or not Period. she's a part yeah. of my family yeah. i like to believe it or not so i can have a beef with my family member or just say all right chuck it up like and, our children are siblings they got to get along yeah. so we might as well
1: move like a family and don't and don't and don't you don't have to write people out the family because it doesn't look right for the picture fuck the picture yeah, yeah. the picture is us
0: you make it. as long as
1: we good that's the only that matter because sometimes people grow up and they feel left out and they that's where that shit comes from like mm-hmm. they be like I feel like I wasn't a part of the family now yeah. you don't want a kid to feel like that You want to. You, I want you to feel like you're a part of it like I'm big on now, that now this thing.
3: ain't no polygamy now however
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I gotta
3: put the disclaimer I don't wanna no we didn't think what? that
1: <laughs> but the restaurant <laughs> is called Slutty Vegan definitely. we can't have fun I no, just fucking <laughs>
3: <laughs> but what I will say is Is that It's about the kids Always And they love each other man And that's always. the best feeling In the world Like I don't need I want them to look at me as mom And I want my kids To look at her as mom too And sure. like if they feel like that Then like they are gonna grow up together And always love each other Like no matter what
0: I grew up that. a product of like A stepfather And combining And I felt like I got both experiences. I got to be the only child, and I got to grow up with siblings. Mm-hmm. So when you get to combine those two things, it's dope. So yeah. don't ever feel so like so it's that.
3: working for now. Yeah. Ask me again next year. I right. T- well, <laughs> hopefully it's <laughs> the same
0: answer. Just, hopefully it's it always,
1: All change. it takes it's is process. one more, one more moment. Like, <laughs> right. They be like, "What, motherfucker?" <laughs> uh, you know okay, <laughs> one moment away. Yeah, no, one joking. moment away. <laughs> then all the shit go away, All the shit. You guys on to the fan. cover of magazine with all the kids are not mine. i like, that's a whole Come on, I already know. That's a whole nother boy. It's so hard being an adult. It is because the most important thing you have to do is be mature
3: you know why i got too much to lose at this point
1: mm-hmm. That's right true. Yeah. when
3: you got a lot to lose you make a lot of different decisions Everything look i'm not different. beeping nobody on the highway like mm-hmm. i'm not arguing i ain't got no roadways. you ain't about to kill me you ain't about to shoot me you ain't about to do none of that because i got way too much to lose and mm-hmm. i don't want to lose it and i
1: don't want to lose it <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like being myself yes <laughs> i like being picky so you got to it because I was I was getting making a couple. Well, I ahead. just got one question. Go ahead.
0: What made you so? Who came to you with the idea of even writing books? Why well, you coming from restaurant business now? We writing books. What made you even go that direction?
3: So I said that I wanted to take the slutty vegan experience home. So a lot of people kept saying, "Well, what can we take home? We want to buy stuff. We want to take it home." And I'm like, you know what? There is no cookbook that has food that's really good that so happens to be vegan. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I did it, and it became wildly successful. I got nominated for NAACP Award, which was really dope. That was my first award. Mind you, let me tell you about failures, okay, because I'm rerouting this to this book. I got a nine-pager in the New Yorker one day, and then the next day I got the cover of Jet Magazine. So I'm in Targets. I'm booming, Mm. right? And then I got slated to go on the Today Show, Mm. right? And then the night before I was supposed to go on the Today Show, my publicist called me like, Pinky, I got some bad news. Uh And I'm like, what? What's what's going on? They was like, they pulled your segment. Why? Because I'm all over the news after the Golden Globes getting sued. Oh, got you. Um, For unpaid wages. And the reason why I'm telling y'all this is because at that moment, that felt like a failure. Like, who doesn't want to go Uh on a big platform like that to – to expose the brand. So I felt defeated in that moment, but that was the best thing that could have happened to me. Cause mm. guess what? That next day I got nominated for an NAACP award. Mm. I did the Drew Barrymore show and then the opportunities kept coming exactly. back to back to back all from that book. So like, I'm literally like a walking testimony of like failures can really turn not into quitting, blessings not and not quitting and yeah, not giving not up. Wavering, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So the book has been successful. And now this book, I'm praying that it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Yes, I'm claiming on. it. Oh, I'm kidding. say, don't I pray. Man. Claim it. You yeah. gotta, I know you. I'm praying I'm and I'm claiming. Yeah. Um, but but that name really was just like, you know what? I got to hit people in the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like the, the cousin or the auntie that's going to tell you how it is. No chasing, no straw. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cousin Juju. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep.
1: So listen, we have this part of the show that we oh, like God. to play. It's called Making the Cut. Okay. We're going to give you three options. You have to decide to sign one. You have to decide to put one in development and you have to decide to cut one. You have to actually say, cut the person up. Like artist development, put them. Like yeah. it's, it's, Like it's, I'm an AR. When it's not, not stuck just a just r is going to A&R, gonna be all types so this of. This was your label. It's just, Bloody this is, label. Now, this is your enterprise because okay. we might say anything. Are you into sports? No. Okay, cool. So we, we would throw sports in there, but we're not going to do it now. Okay. But we would just say anything and then we'll just see where it goes. So I'm about to get to it okay mm-hmm. okay cool see y'all about to give me a Oh, okay okay so 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 here's a, here's an here's a easy one but here's a good example beanie man mm-hmm. booju oh. shaggy and you said what's you the option sign one develop one cut one or you can donate to the $20 to the Creative Academy for kids who are trying to be in the music business. It's a nonprofit. All the paperwork is theirs. Our guy's profit and your choice. Ooh. Okay. So, These okay. And that's why, that, by the yeah, way. I know
0: she's going to stand on that. By the way,
1: Dora girl. and Aisha, do not
0: Wasn't jack dance.
1: <laughs> he comes up with this shit. Not Ray. I just want to make sure you know. sometimes you it might be some so shit you be one. like, what? Actually,
3: All right. So, this. sign one. Beanie Man because he's a character right so you don't have to do a lot with him let him be who he is right right? Mm -hmm. like let him be himself because he's going to build his fan base right so he says sign one develop one I would say Shaggy I I believe that Shaggy is a great artist but I think that he could have been the the Michael Jackson of Jamaicans right right so he could use some development and he's already a great artist I want to be clear but that level of development would make his stage performance on fire he'd be at the VMAs and all the biggest shows and I would say cut one cut Buja time yeah. because he's already a legend he don't need me right mm-hmm. so so he don't need no publicist he definitely at this point don't need no team he could work on his own and do all the things that he need to do
1: media <laughs> training okay. media well, training to media, media to training go we're gonna drop go her we're gonna try to check her <laughs> we go we're go gonna out. try to get her okay cool so I, I guess this one Metro Subway which I'm assuming is the Baltimore Subway system that's what he, says. That's what he wrote okay martyr. Mm-hmm. Or the NYC subway system, Can't leave off. train system. Okay, so
3: um, <laughs> ooh, um, cut one. I, I would cut the Atlanta train <laughs> system.
2: <laughs> Goddamn, because
3: it really don't take you nowhere in the trying, first place. Yeah, so really. like,
1: it takes you to an area.
3: <laughs> it takes you to an area. <laughs> it gets you in <laughs> yeah. the
1: surrounding surroundings. I walk two miles right. after You're to get off. Right. Yeah. Type of
3: transportation. Um, uh, so cut one. Um, one would be the, the Baltimore transit system because Baltimore is a city that's starting to finally progress, right? Like, we finally are starting to, like, get the recognition that we deserve, right? I like to put some respect on my city. Okay. Um, and that development, especially with all the things that are coming down the harbor, downtown, yep. um, all, all the things that are happening in Baltimore, I feel like with that level of development, it'll make the city a better place, okay. right? Okay. And then the, the last one is sign one. Yes. You signed in New York City? I'm yes. signing in New York City. You know why? The money. The, oh. Not only the money, New York Transit is responsible for, I'm making this number up, but I'm sure at least a million people traveling every oh, single sure. day. Right? Amen. So they, without the transit system, how do people get to work? How do people be able to sustain their families? So signing them and putting the push behind them and giving them the energy that they need to keep going will allow people to be able to go home and feed their families every single Amen. day.
2: Amen.
0: And you can put the slutty vegan... By the way, I feel like
1: artists artists need to come see you because you're breaking (laughs) this shit down scientifically. You know
3: what's crazy? I I, I have an ear for music, so I said in my other life, I'd be an A&R. You know,
1: never
4: mind.
3: But in my other life, I'd be an A&R. Your mom was a
1: singer, so we know your music was in the house. (laughs) I'm
4: bringing bringing your pinky to United Masters. Come on. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Here's another one.
1: vegan Think about this one now, you know what I'm saying? Okay.
4: You know, in the room,
1: All know, right,
0: okay, all come right. on.
1: Motherfuckers at home don't know, but we know in the room Ludacris, Chris, mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Wayne, Andre
0: 3000. Mm. Ooh. i set this one out. You better know something. <laughs> <laughs> <No, anyway. laughs>
3: Sign one, develop one, or cut one.
1: Yes, yeah, sound one, develop one, cut one. Or donate. Or donate to you the kids. You see
3: how I reverse engineered the <laughs> yeah, cut? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I'm going to cut Andre. I'm going to tell you I'm going to cut. 3000 Yeah. But I'm going to cut him again because he's a legend, right? So when you become a legend, what else do you need? He ain't got to make another trek ever again. So, like, that would be wasted time and energy because he already has built his career. He has built his legacy. And the idea of who Andre 3000 is, any mistake that he make, like, people will still forgive it because of who he is. Mm -hmm. So we're going to cut him out of the equation. Okay. Okay? Um, You said develop one and sign one. I would develop Lil Wayne.
1: Hey listen, she knows. That's a business she <laughs> She motherfucking so, knows. So
3: I'm gonna tell you why I would develop Lil Wayne. I grew up in the era with all the Lil Wayne mixtapes, yeah. right? Lil Wayne was and still is on fire. Lil Wayne in my humble opinion is a legend. I believe that if Lil Wayne continues to surround himself with the right team and the right players and the right party. I'm talking about like getting a true stylist. Mm-hmm. Like Lil Wayne should be a fashion icon at this point. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He should be a fashion icon. Lil Wayne should have the the Lil Wayne locks in beauty supply stores because his hair is so unique. Mm -hmm. Right? Lil Wayne should have, like, I want to see the Lil Wayne documentary. So he needs those people around him to really boost up the legend in him. And I'm not saying that he doesn't. I want to be very clear.
1: No, but I like how you think because you're you're really speaking from a logical standpoint. Yes.
3: Because his name, he should go down as one of the greatest rappers of all time. Uh I believe that he just needs the Aishas and the Doras and the right team like I got um, to add to what he already has to really make him better. And I would sign Ludacris. And the reason why I would sign Ludacris is because Ludacris is a great example of what a universally crossover artist is. And I'll tell you why. Black people love him. White people love him. The kids love him. Okay, he got a show on Netflix. Yep. He can relate to everybody. Yep. And I believe that the artist who can relate to everybody, no matter your race, your color, your creed, or your religion— Those are the artists that win. So that means that I ain't got to do a lot of work with Ludacris because guess what? He's a rapper. He's a DJ. He's an actor. Right. He's a philanthropist. He can do commencement speeches. Right. If I want to put him in some clothes to model, he can be a model. He He can also be he he got restaurants (laughs) in the airport. He can also be a fashion icon. Right. Like he can literally be the poster child of anything that you put him on. He could do toothpaste. So I would sign him because I know that it's not going to take me a lot of work to get him to
1: where he needs to be. Right Shout out to Aisha in the building. <laughs> she got <laughs> the head of a
0: label somewhere. Hold on. Okay, this, this, <laughs> this
1: one, this one is a little hard. Okay. In my opinion. Mary J. Blige, yes. Janet Jackson, Ooh. Mariah Carey. Okay. Ooh.
3: Mary J. Blige. Janet Jackson. Mariah Carey. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, Janet Jackson, and Mariah Carey. Okay, so who would I cut? Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey. So, I'm going to cut Janet.
1: Mm. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Cut- <laughs> Everybody gets quiet like, oh, shit. Somebody has to get cut, guys. I hate to tell you guys. The game is played. Somebody has to get cut.
3: Janet I'ma, Jackson. I'm going to cut Janet because Janet is would still be Janet Jackson without a music career, right? Think about who her the lineage and the family, right? She could have just lived off of Michael Jackson's name alone. She could have just lived off her siblings name alone. So Janet Jackson kid just write tell all books and be set for life. So like she really doesn't need to do music anymore if she doesn't want to. I know she's doing her shows here and there, but like you could cut her because she can go, she can go on QVC and start selling the Janet Jackson pots. Like she already, like, <laughs> she could do whatever it is that she wanna do, right? Um, sign develop. I would... Um,
1: I'm really worried about this one because yeah. there's only one right answer if Beautiful. my eyes For you.
3: Hold on. Wait. One right answer in my eyes now.
1: for you? Me looking at you is one right answer that I got to know. Um oh God. I
0: know.
3: I would develop... Oh, that's a good one. I would develop Mary J. Blige.
1: What? I just knew she was going to develop Mariah.
3: Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you why I would develop Mary J. Blige. Tell me. Um... Mary J. Mary J. Blige is an icon, but I want the world to see her as more of an icon as she as she already is, right? And that level of development is taking Mary J. Mary J. Blige. I want people to look at her like how they look at Diana Ross, mm. right? Like Diana Ross is untouchable. Yes. Like you feel like you can get next to her, but you can't. Like diana ross and beyonce are in the same conversation like just to breathe the same kind of air that beyonce breathes feels like it would be a blessing right and i want people to look at mary j blige like that um and and really really make her this true blue crossover artist Mm. um and and this doesn't have anything to do with like urban culture or anything like that but when you become a true crossover artist like It gets international and I'm not saying that people internationally don't know who she is but I think that with a bigger team and she probably got a great team already (laughs) I would also make Mary a uh, icon a fashion icon right I I would put Mary in position to do like Mary should be doing like Christmas music Mm -hmm. she should be doing Christmas albums Mary J. Blige should be the person that when you say her name she got the key to every city in America and like she's standing with politicians and she's standing with the president and she's doing all of these things and singing the national, whatever and I'm, I know that she's yeah. done that before but I want to see more of that from her um, and that level of development is what I would focus on there she's already a legend she's been around forever right but that level of development now especially because we live in a world where we just watch the bt hip-hop awards That's all I'm going to say about that, right? (laughs) And what we realize is the legends didn't get the recognition that they deserve. So with that level of development, I would connect the old to the young so that young people can really see her as a legend that we see her already, right? And then sign. I would sign Mariah Carey. And I'm going to sign Mariah Carey because... All I want for
1: Christmas is you. Okay,
3: that's what I'm gonna say about that. I'm saying all
1: you missing is some black glasses (laughs) and always I was your lover. That's all you missing. I'm like Mary, that gotta be that. hey Ray
3: signing signing Mariah Carey. She has already proven her success across genres, races, um, like. Everybody loves Mariah Carey. And even if you don't know who Mariah Carey you got two-year-olds two singing her Christmas carols. So she ain't even got to open up her mouth and do a riff ever again in her life. She will always be successful because Christmas is going to carry her through. That phone I about have, to start ringing for I have, you. I have some really good okay,
2: ones. I go have some really good ones.
1: This nigga Jack don't be playing Uh-oh. fair. Before I'm going to go here, Bob Marley... Play. Michael Jackson. Oh. Mm. Oh. Prince.
0: That's really hard. She's from Jamaica. By Marley. Y'all not playing fair today. Michael Jackson.
1: It's not me, y'all. The
0: nigga tends me to and Miss, <laughs> Formerly and known as Prince.
3: And Prince. By Marley.
1: <laughs> Michael Jackson. Mama is watching. We better. Right.
0: I'm trying to tell every you. Every <laughs> little thing, you better get it
1: right. <laughs> you better get every little thing right today, girl. You better <laughs>
0: All right,
3: I'm donating. I'm
2: donating to the the
3: Creative Academy Incorporated. That one's too hard. (laughs) That
0: one was intense. It gets hard. I was a little excited to hear your point of view on
1: that one. Tina Turner. Oh,
0: this one. Diana
1: Ross. Beyonce. Come on now. I just got that one, and that's fresh up the press. Come
0: on, give me me some good point of view on this one. Tina Turner. Beyonce. Oh, okay. Diana Ross. Yeah.
3: So sign, develop, cut. Yes. Oh, just I, just this is this is just like shit. Um, I'm gonna cut Beyonce. <laughs>
2: oh! I
3: just like the can fact I that you.
0: A, can I get a tissue? Okay.
3: Listen, I'm cutting Beyonce because she is a revolutionary of our time. Dude, she know right? Her. She listen. Let me tell you something. As a kid, <laughs> I have watched. Beyonce I had a dream about Beyonce the other day Randy. but as a kid I've watched Beyonce she, she's kind of my inspiration too you know why yeah, because sure. like every time you see her she operates at the highest level of excellence yes. right and anybody that operates in the highest level of excellence they don't need me like, there's nothing mm. I can really do for her, right? She has the team. She has the energy. She got the personality, even though you really don't hear her opening up her mouth. She, she puts her personality on stage, see, right? Yeah. And she's built such a high-quality reputation that... Do y'all remember when a blog came out that said the Beyonce owed taxes...
2: Yes. Y'all remember that?
1: Yeah.
3: Even yeah. if it was Recently. true, we didn't believe it right. yeah. because she we built like, such hey, a zip type reputation. She
1: only like 2.5 million and, you, and she, and we, and she right. made six, seven million a night. And who
3: knows? What if that was really the truth and it was just an oversight on her team? But we didn't believe it because she built up such a rock solid reputation. Yes. So the reason why I would cut her is because she has already proven what true artistry is. She got the stage presence. She ain't got a lip sync. She got the family unit. She got the dynamic. She ain't doing no interviews. She is magical. Absolutely. Right, And when you can become magical, that really is when true success comes in.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So I'm going
3: to cut her. All right, so next we got sign Wait, and develop. So, Tina
4: Turner and Diana Rose. All
3: right, so develop.
0: Now it gets
3: hard. I would develop Tina Turner. Right? Call my mother on. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you I would develop Tina Turner. Um, I would develop Tina Turner because she had so much potential, mm-hmm. right, that she reached a point of so much greatness, and then I felt like she stopped, yes. right? So she got to a point in her career, and a lot of people do that, right? They feel like, all right, I've done enough. I, I don't have do to do that. anymore. But I feel, in my humble opinion, I feel like if she did a little bit more, then it would have been like, it's forever timeless now, so y'all don't come for me in the comments, <laughs> right? But I feel like, <laughs> I okay, like after Ike, I think that she, like, she could have really, really, really took this thing off and yeah. would have been probably bigger yeah. than Michael Jackson or up there. Yeah, I think she right? could have been too, for sure. She, she could have been up there. So that level of development. And I, I would have had Tina Turner everything. I would have yeah. had Tina Turner tights. Yeah i would have had dolls to, yeah for, T- tina turner dolls yeah. for, for for little girls who like are uncomfortable with their hair and you know she had the big hair like i would turn tina turner into an idea that would transcend across all age groups so little girls could grow up and say i want to be tina turner yep. little girls grow up and say diana ross and they know yep. who that is not everybody why, knows who tina turner is diana and ross. that's why we sign motherfucking diana <laughs> ross yeah. you know why because yep. diana ross is timeless again she's like the og to beyonce in my humble opinion right and and again she's an actress She's a singer. She's an entertainer. She's a fashion icon. So and she has a, a, a beautiful face, a beautiful figure, yep. a beautiful hair. Right. Like she is the quintessential black woman that is a renaissance woman. And yep. you really ain't got to do a lot with that. She speaks very well. Mm. And she comes uh, from a family where she you show that she's a family woman. Mm. And I, I don't feel like you got to do a whole lot with that. And she danced. She came from a group. So she speaks to all sides of the industry. So I would sign her with the quickness. I can't, I can't afford it, but I was sign up with I've
1: had more fun with your answers because <laughs> you give it the fucking.
0: This is the <laughs> best. You giving,
1: this is the best answer <laughs> like, period. Yes. Hold on, really
0: thought out. Like
1: this is amazing. a good one. Thank you, Little Kim, oh, okay. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B,
3: Little Kim, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. I'm going to cut Nicki. Okay. I ain't hear no noise. We're
1: the background noise.
0: We're still trying to breathe. We're trying uh, to find, like It's like, it's I,
1: like I, I, you I, know, usually I people start with who they're going to sign, and then they you get to that. You to go cut. straight to cut. like, oh, shit. It just yeah. feels so like. Right. Motherfucker. I'm going to cut Nikki
3: because you can say what you want about her, and everybody has her opinions, their opinions on who she dates, how she shows up, her personality. But one thing you cannot deny is this lady's talent. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you remember Nicki Minaj in two thousand eight? Like she ain't got to do nothing else again, and she's really tapped into every single side of the industry. Mm. Like she is what a superstar is: how she walks, how she talks, how she moves. Like her lyrical content, like it's always different. She has range, and I I'm a part time artist, and I believe the best artists have range, right? On, like part time yes. A part-time artist. Yes, I'm a part time artist. Let's tap into that.
1: Beautiful,
0: what kind
3: beautiful. of artist? I'm a part I'm I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Oh, <laughs> that
0: that rap girl. Rap so, sing.
3: I, I do a little bit artists, of everything.
0: A creative.
3: I'm a okay. creative. You okay. ain't seen my BT cipher and my yeah. sway cipher. I do oh, a little no, I something. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. But um but but she has so much range in her music, right? Mm-hmm. Um and when you can have range as an artist, we don't see a lot of that no more. I would cut that because it's just like she don't really need me. Now, she might need me in another department. I could give her some advice on some other stuff. But I I love her and I think that she's great. And I think that if we're just talking about artistry and not her personal life, she's A1. She don't need me, right? So, develop. Who's the other two? Cardi, Cardi B and Kim. Cardi B and Kim. Um. Mm. Everybody
1: like this?
0: Mm-hmm. We is waiting for this one. Holding my breath on
3: that one. All right. So... I would develop little Kim. And I'll tell you why I agree with that. I'm going to tell you why. Right. So we're not comparing. We we all know who the legend is 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 in the room. Right. We know who the legend is in the room. And I love Cardi B and I love little Kim, but I would develop little Kim because again, Little Kim is the quintessential is like she's the reason like she she crawled so that all these other female rappers could walk and run. Right. If it wasn't for her, then there would be no Cardi B. There would be no Nicki Minaj, in my opinion, or all these other rappers, Lady Londons and all of these other people that you see. What I believe is that people don't give her the credit that she deserves. Mm. And a part of the reason that she doesn't get the credit that she deserves is because of how she shows up in the world. And Mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with team. And I'm not saying her team is bad. I get it, though. Right? But what I'm saying is the difference between, like, I don't I don't know Cardi personally, but just from the outside looking in as a consumer, her hair is always the same. Right. Always dope. Mm. Makeup always on point. Her fashion is always on point. Like she shows up as the total package. Like there's no halfway stepping unless she's intentionally doing that. Right. When we think about Little Kim, Little Kim is one of the biggest artists of our time but but the culture really don't treat her like that nah. and they should and it's not fair like right so true. that level of development will put her in position with the right pr with the right press, with the right opportunities that really is going to put her in spaces where she becomes an icon. There's no reason why the VMAs or, or not even just the VMAs like big, big showcases have should, they should have highlighted her as an icon of our time because she gave us hits that we will remember forever.
1: i want to rumble with the B. Huh? And, and, and again,
3: line. she got what? that. She has, She has that range. Yes. And I want to be clear. She's one of the greatest artists of our time. I think that with a little bit and not development on her artistry, right? She got that. I'm just talking about presentation and how she show up that level of development. She's out of here. And now sign. I'm going to say Cardi B. And I say Cardi B because Cardi B comes as like you going she was the first before the ski before the Glorillas before all the girls that ain't wearing makeup and just yep. coming as they are mm-hmm. she was the person that was raw unfiltered I mean you gonna love me or leave me and alone she's the most
1: authentic out of both and, them.
3: and she's and, of all
1: three she's the most authentic and
3: she's authentic just from so, what I see as a consumer because exactly, right? you haven't
1: seen a different version of her you like, have yeah. never
3: seen a different version cold switching she's uh-huh. just who she is and she raw and ratchet and like this is who I am and this is how I show up and you see the story remember we talked a lot about story people don't buy products they buy into the story they bought into the story of this young ghetto girl from the Bronx right who who is just herself and just a big dreamer made some mistakes in her life but she raw and she was like this is me and she owns she owns that ratchetness right and she was the first person who was brave enough to do it and because she was brave enough to do it it afforded her so many opportunities now you can call her an industry plan or whatever you want to call her but I'm talking about the upside
1: no winners to do that right no winner Nobody exactly. that has won will say that because they understand exactly. that she explodes when you see her on the screen. Listen,
3: Cardi B is an icon in
1: her own right. Whether yep. you like her lyrics or you don't like her lyrics, she got the total package. And and the one thing about Cardi I got to give her is that as much as she talks whole shit, I don't see a hoe.
3: She don't give me hoe
1: like I, she, she gives says me wife shit, and mother I don't, I, don't see, I don't see hoe Like I don't know why don't talk,
4: like, But the wild thing is She only talk hoe shit About her husband In her bedroom now And that's the well, part well, that she, makes so, she was even. online Talking because hoe shit old. Old. But I'm just saying, I, Something about the F- way She carries F-
1: it It don't feel like Something
2: about
3: the way She carries she she, it's a heath- Let healthy me tell you what it is It's a healthy balance She might give you a If you call it Hoe Whatever you call it But she'll also give you Her husband buying her flowers Her engaging with her children Right Her doing what normal people do Her winning Just like Her winning from
1: here And I look at me yeah, yeah, when
3: when I first started slutty vegan, I'm like, I'm having my Cardi B year, right? She became Ooh. an idea, so Ooh. who doesn't want to sign an idea? But I do believe that everybody that we talked about are super great. I love y'all. Again, don't come for me in these comments, <laughs> no, okay? Because all of these people are great well, for hit different the reasons. Part,
1: the reason why I like doing this is because what people don't understand, and the artists that have one understand, is that every day these decisions are being made. Yeah, mm-hmm. every day it's like I can't sign her because I just signed her. Like, everybody places their bets. For me, it's just a matter of what I think the brand. Like, the one thing I can see that you've done all your decision is you went for the bigger, most universal brand. Mm -hmm. Every decision was based on the most universal brand. Like, Ludacris, Cardi. Like, these are the brands that everybody in America loves. Mm -hmm. And, like you said, all races and creeds. So, that's on point. Let me tell you why. Because even with
3: Slutty Vegan... I don't want to. I just don't want black people patronizing my business. I want everybody to patronize my business. When you come to Slutty Vegan, you don't see color. And the more rooms that I'm getting in, when people build universal brands like Coca Cola and Pepsi and big brands like that. Everybody can participate in those brands. And I'm not saying don't create niche brands, I right? Know,
1: but, but it's it's riches in the niches, but yeah. still, it's still riches in the but, but like but that. Even, but even then, you, you still that pillar still you can build on top of. You
3: can build on top of that. And there's not a bad thing with creating a universal brand. Everybody know I'm unapologetically black. I got a black ass business. I'm a black owned business. I'm a black woman. But I want to create something that everybody can appreciate. Because at the end of the day, we all human beings. And, and, and if my business can be the most silent person. Protests of love then i know that i've done something right and i think martin luther king would be proud
0: amen <laughs> <laughs> Based on love. last one uh-oh okay what
1: you got Make menage a trois one night stand <laughs> sloppy toppy oh
0: i like where we going with that i like it I
1: okay like it. wish what we did. signed it i like it Where's what we developed <laughs> they all your babies now want let's want not win let's win not offend our babies now
3: okay so i am going to um I am going to cut the one night stand.
4: Lord have mercy. <laughs> that's my
3: favorite on the menu. I'm gonna cut the one night stand yeah, because, night stand. and I'm talking because now I know the numbers, right? So the oh, one she, night, oh she,
1: oh she coming from, oh, yeah. smart. Coming i coming the number yeah. space.
3: So I've sold more one night stands than any other burger in the company, right? Yeah. So oh, probably wow. at this point, like three million burgers, right, mm. <clears throat> since the life of my company. And what I realize is, is that business is already making me multiple revenues right because mm-hmm. i got my product in target i got my bacon in target right mm-hmm. so i already got the burger i've already made a lot of money from the burger and i already got my my bacon in target so it's like i don't need to develop that anymore mm-hmm. like it is already a machine all by itself like mm-hmm. it can run itself and when you can automate a business or a thing then it's a win. So I'm going to cut that one. So you're cutting Love it
0: because it. it's on automation. Because it's already
3: done. Right, it's a, it's on, done. No, you. I'm cutting Small it because it's on automation. I already
1: yeah. said, you going to have people a lot like, I don't want that shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> she says she'll cut it. Nah, just fucking shit. Um,
3: develop. Autopilot. Um, I would develop the menage a trois. And I would develop the menage a trois because our shrimp is really good, but everybody still is trying to adjust to a fake shrimp. Yeah. Right. And with that level of development, I'm being honest, I would make sure that the texture its a texture thing with yeah, people sure. when they eat, yeah. I would make sure that the texture fits the palate of somebody who would eat real shrimp. Mm-hmm. And with that level of development, that sandwich is out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. And then the one that I was sign is the sloppy toppy <laughs> <laughs> I <love that> one. <laughs> for multiple reasons. Every man hits my, Hey, yeah, shut the reasons. fuck up. <laughs> the reason why I was signed the <laughs> sloppy toppy is because as a, a long time vegan, I haven't eaten meat since 2007. Vegan food, in my humble opinion, only tastes good if it's spicy, right? Mm. And a sloppy toppy has jalapenos on it. So the more people who like spicy food, it's not like too spicy, but the more people who like spicy food can appreciate vegan food because the, the spice masks that aftertaste of mm-hmm. that vegan burger. Mm. So you ever had some vegan food, food and they like, oh, this aftertaste, stuff. it yeah. tastes like lead or it tastes like copper, <laughs> right? <laughs> That that spice takes the copper out. Yes. Yeah. So if that spice is taking the copper out, then I know that I can get more people to buy the burger. Mm-hmm. In turn, it will make me more revenue. Right behind the one night stand, and I can boost this burger up to make three um, to make millions in revenue and sell at least three million burgers, like oh, I did man. the one night stand. That's so I amazing. would sign hey, that. Look at Amen.
1: That, that is
0: a I, business mind. Let's yeah. give it up. Nice. She played making <laughs> a cut. I love it. <laughs> did I do good?
1: No, no one's really ever played good. like did amazing. you. Amazing. Oh, some good. people be like dropping him, <laughs> develop him sign him next yeah, like he's like no explanation it's like oh, okay. he gave explanation that's you good you're getting a call so, on Monday from one of these labels so what, <laughs> what, 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 is, what is next for Pinky and Slutty Vegan are you gonna branch off to other restaurants like what is the pathway to the billion
3: okay so there's a couple of pathways, and i can I be transparent with you fuck. Food, it's hot as fucking here. Maybe because oh, I'm yeah. pregnant. Lord have mercy. Um, so take text
1: the, JoJo to the turn the um
3: air down a little.
0: Can we got you this. buy into the Study B.M. franchise? Not yet, not yet,
3: but my yeah. husband okay. is franchising I'm so the af- cheese oh, day company. Okay, the support thing. the family. Yeah, she's gonna get that money. David. Um, so let me tell you, there are a couple of pathways to get to the billion. Okay. And recently, I've been realizing that my pathway may be a little bit different. So the first thing I'm going to do is once I have this baby, I'm getting me a nutritionist. Okay. I'm getting me a coach and I'm putting my Lo hat on okay. because I already got mind and spirit. Now, once my body is fat, I'm not talking about being skinny. I ain't getting no BBL. Right. But when I look at uh, Angela Bassett and Viola Davis, their aesthetic has become their brand. Absolutely. Right. They are already talented in their field, but they live, breathe and eat and shit. They're aesthetic. They work out every day. They're mindful of the food that they consume. And as a result, they get to get more opportunities Mm -hmm. that lead them to the billions. So that is the next phase of my career because I know that once I got mind, body, and spirit, then I'm untouchable. You can't touch me. So that's step one. Step two with the business is growing the business to increase the valuation so that when I wake up one day and decide to either sell my business or go public because one of those things will happen. Of course. That's just a reality. Mm -hmm. Yes. A lot of our people don't like to hear it, but but like
1: But But that's the whole point to build something to sell. To 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 build something to unlock
3: generational wealth. Mm -hmm. I can build 10 more slutty vegans after this if that's the case. But build something up so special that if I want to hand it off to someone else to make my business even better, I'm going to do that. Because eventually I'm going to reach my cap I'm going That's to reach my yeah, ceiling sure. I've never ran a multi-million dollar business before sure. But I'm going to continue to build this business up And make sure that I'm the face of the brand mm-hmm. So that the brand can go to where it needs to be Um what's this? Oh thank you <laughs> Thank you Um and um I'm I'm ready to get into the movie space, the movie Ooh. and entertainment well, I mean, you started space. started there, like you just I get, started get there, back there. so so it's a full circle moment for me. So like reality TV, I'm working on doing you know some some big
1: opportunities. You have the show, you have the American Sesh.
3: I have American Sesh, which is doing extremely well. Yes. And who knew that American Sesh would with no marketing, yeah. like American Sesh Obviously is doing so well. many blue
4: couches. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: And wow, and we on a blue couch yeah. too. Yeah. Look at that. Three, yeah, but um, all of the things that are the tentacles to the slutty vegan brand mm-hmm. i'm going to continue to make great because my father told me that success is like mud you got to throw something on the wall and something gonna stick Amen. Mm-hmm. and as long as one of those things stick they go. will add up to that billion mm. and then i'm gonna call y'all like all right y'all come meet me on my yacht let's do the show again
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna shoot the episode
1: from there yes yes, shoot the episode yes yes from there but so you work-
0: gonna play you as a celebrity who you want to play you Notori. Oh, you knew the answer. You was yes. like, "I got my. life. Oh, I already movie. been working. I got her. my life movie yeah. ready. Go. Notori. That's a good. That's so. Yeah. So,
1: so you have a HBCU tour you put together. Yes. yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Um, so it's American Sesh. It's just okay, with saying, college students.
1: Like oh, you should go do American Sesh with college students. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so
3: it's American Sesh with college students, which is really cool. We did our first one at Livingstone College um, yesterday. And just to see college students really be able to tap in with yeah. creative ideas. It just feels good. I, I'm a thinker. Yeah. So I like to be around thinkers. And we get to do it through, by way of the HBCU experience. And then I get to also sell my book at the same time. So, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun
1: with it. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh my Can you do
0: God. the experience with some, like, Black college, like black student unions that aren't like at HBCUs, because I didn't get to go to HBCU, but I would have loved to have that opportunity. Like a PWI, so, <laughs> I did go to a PWI, <laughs> but I'm saying if if you could have that opportunity within those PWI Absolutely. programs, what's
1: a PWI? Predominantly, predominantly
3: white, white institutions. institutions. So I so so barely drink. graduated high school. Okay, I, just, I say it all the time. No, nah, I
0: just say want you to be like, Shameer nah, went to a nah, right. white school. I you hey, me say?
3: up or something.
1: You're using big words. That means I think you're threatening me. So listen. I wanna be threatened. <laughs> like
3: so so yes. Chill, chill.
1: chill. <laughs> that? Kevin Hart from uh forty year version. You're throwing big words at me, which means I think you're threatening me. So <laughs> I don't like that. P W I, so, okay. So cool. so so
3: yes I would if you Oh, you, you're the only person that, that been to the sash, But in the sash, there has to be a healthy balance. Yeah. I want black people at the table. I want white people at the table. I want rich people at the table. I want broke people at the table. Absolutely. Like, it has to be a healthy balance of different socioeconomic backgrounds so that we got range. I'm all about range. I sure. talked about range this whole interview. Like, range is very important. It's, it's the most because important. Because everybody needs to be able to see themselves. Yes. Um, And that's exactly what we've been doing. So, Yes.
1: Yeah, question. Yes. So, I want to ask you a question. This is random, but I'm just asking cuz I want to know your thoughts. Let's say someone comes to you, Pinky is a brand. They love you. They like Pinky. We have a burger joint and we just want you to be our partner and put your name on it. But it's selling real burgers. Do you do it? Absolutely not. I was wondering that.
3: So, so I'm, for a couple of reasons, but I'm, on cont- say, but I'm on contract. I'm on contract. I couldn't do it if I. Fuck, not I, not couldn't I, fuck, I couldn't not, do it even I, if I wanted I to. Mm, yeah,
1: Gotcha. Y- you. know when you playing with yeah. big money like that, they are not yeah. playing with you. Like, let you can- mean if they want to add it to your portfolio, like put this under your portfolio with selling beef. No, it's not a part of my yeah, ethos. It's not a part of your, yeah. yeah, it's not a part of who I am. I always like- say you. I always say you figure life out when you know what you don't want to do, even mm-hmm. if you know you can make a lot of money it's like yeah. i can make a lot of money with that for but me, that's yeah. not my for me it ain't money i don't be associated with i didn't
3: that. even start slutty vegan to make money remember i was i was making 5000 dollars a week when i started slutty vegan yeah. which was a lot of money for my age at the yeah. time so it's never been about money for me like it's about the consumer experience like i mm. love to please people like, I love to prove to people that I have a quality product, that I can give yes. a quality experience. Joan you know how people be value. like, you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. That's
1: nah, a lie. I'm I, I I proving shit I to people to every day. Every I day. cannot t- wait. I can't believe that people don't want to prove themselves. Yeah,
3: because there's the best feeling in the world when you know that you've proved yourself right. Yes. And you proved other people right. And so then, I'm in the proving business.
1: Yeah, I always say my, my, my signature on my email is... Don't just know your worth, show your worth. Absolutely. Everybody be like, know your worth, know your worth. I'm like, you better show that shit. Absolutely. Because if you're good at it, you're gonna show it every you're day. Show pe- it every single it's day. It's like a show, it's like a show off. It is. I can't wait to show you how <laughs> good I am and what the fuck I do. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely.
3: As hell. And because at the end of the day, my name means more to me than any dollar in my bank account. Like, I don't get, fuck money, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a magnet to money. I'm gonna get money. But if my name, if there's sold on my name, that's when I get all like riled up. Like my name, I got a clean bill of health. Even when there's when they tried to be blemishes on my name, I don't play about my uh-huh. name because at the end of the day, so when it's know. all said and done, all you got is your name. And
1: out of that—that's what your kids gonna claim. That's what—that's what, you that's want, what you your kids, kids gonna be, claim. People in yeah, school telling that. your kids a mom? Nah, fuck that. I nah, won't play. Your money. Uh-uh. I will pull up wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. You oh, say, I don't
3: play about my yeah, name. Me neither. I don't play. Yeah. So like, I got. I'm serious about. It. That's, that's all I got. It's
1: written in fucking life right there. I don't play with my name because that's all I got. You know, that's how I feed my family. That's and, exactly. I, and that's my why, and we can fight. Yeah, same. Fight. That's, that's the time I'm only time I fight. fight. For. Yeah, that's the like, only time I fight. I won't wait for anything else.
3: Like, I, I will lose everything <laughs> yes. over my name.
1: What? Let's fight. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only thing. Put yes. shit out. So, we have this one more segment we do. It's really quick. It's called Credit Check. Um, I, I don't like the idea of how our culture says give people flowers, right? I hate it because it's, it's number one, I can't do nothing with them, mm-hmm. right? And number two, you give it to them at death. I do fucking flowers. A funeral. Give me some credit. Mm-hmm. So this is called Credit Check, where we give people like yourself a chance to shout out two to three unsung heroes in your story who deserve some credit from Pinky in a public space. Oh, that's good. I like this segment. Yay. Thank you. Um Vegas should sponsor it, by the way. Just saying we can there's a lot of shit the come on now. I'm talking to the sisters now, queen sisters. Nice, nice. That's <laughs> a
3: conversation we can have. Um so the first person, her name is Angel. Mm. And Angel is my oldest employee at Slutty Vegan. Aww.
4: shout out to Angel. Aww. Yeah. We're I'm gonna tell
0: way. you why. Go ahead.
3: Angel girl. just made it to her fifth year anniversary working Ooh. at Slutty Vegan. Oh wow. So I'm a very crazy CEO. Crazy for the right reasons, but I mean business. I'm very direct and very clear. I know what I want. And everybody can't handle that kind of energy. Especially from a woman. From a woman. yes. So she started with me as an
1: intern. Mm -hmm. And
3: then became my social media manager. Then became my personal assistant. And now she is the business manager for the entire company. That's
1: amazing. Now that's a story. So she
3: went from making $25,000 a year to being one of the highest paid employees in my company. Mm. That's amazing. And she's the only... Person that I trust with my financials With mm. my money She's the only person that move money for me Don't go looking for Angel y'all <laughs> <laughs> But but I love Angel because She loves Slutty Vegan Like how I love Slutty Vegan mm. And she don't own majority of my company mm-hmm. She owns a nice little piece of the pie But the moment where Something big happens for Slutty Vegan I'm going to always forever take care of this girl Because she kept my life organized She kept my business organized And she is the reason a part of the reason why Study Vegan is so
1: successful. So shout out to
3: Angel. No, Angel. No, Angel. By the way, the
1: the idea of this is we take that clip, we cut it up, and you send it to Angel, and that way she can share it if she wants or so she doesn't. She might page. share it with her family, but mm-hmm. just because sometimes people just want to just see that while you're away from us, you're making it count.
0: Oh, that's, that's why I like this part. still appreciate it.
1: I got three.
3: Give it to us. Okay. The other person, her name is Maisha. So she's my, my second oldest employee. So she's like, I called them my left brain and my right brain. So like they were the brains of the operation. So like she made sure operationally we were sound and Angel made sure like all the bills were paid. So even today, when I said that there are people that are still in my business, she's still working in the business. She still noticed the business better than anybody else. I tell them, I'm like, you can never get fired. You ain't never going to get quit because, like, I need you at this point more than you need me. So, exactly. shout out to Maisha too. And now, the third person is not the typical answer where I want to give credit to. But, y'all, I'm going to get deep here.
1: Okay? Let's go. I like when you go deep.
3: So, when I first started Slutty Vegan, somebody tried to sue me for $5 million mm-hmm. because they believed that they had ownership to 50% of my company. Right? Mm. So... This was very early on in the business, oh, wow. and let me tell y'all, I was devastated. Like, I'm—I feel like I'm at the peak at this time. I had twelve hundred people standing in line at my restaurant, my first restaurant that I opened. Everybody's talking about my business. I got the hottest brand then, right? And then I get a demand letter saying that I'm getting sued for five million dollars because this person is entitled to half of my business because they were present when I came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that the, the, their name wasn't on anything, and blah 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 blah, but. I got to give credit. I know that it sounds like backwards, but I want to give credit to that person. Cause let me tell y'all what that did. It made me make sure that all of my paperwork was zip tight. tight. Yep. So now everybody signs NDAs. Yep. Now everybody signs confidentiality agreements. I make sure that my my lawyer makes sure that I'm always protected because of that one instance. And if it didn't happen early on, I would not have been prepared for all the things that would have came my way in the future. So I got to give credit to that situation because it really only made me a more sophisticated entrepreneur and it made me sharper. Sometimes bad shit got to happen to you to make you even sharper in your position and it made me sharper and I never look back after Shout that. Shout out
1: to this the haters making us better. But I'm being honest with you. Like that's what this book is rooted in yep. the major one somebody attempt so it was oh felt like a failure but it actually prepared you it was for the, the best thing sharks. that could have
3: happened to me because now the operation is zip tight and even if there's holes in the process they, it probably would have been a bigger hole had that not happened to me early on Absolutely. you know what it i mean later I
1: love that. Yeah. yeah like i yep. always say people always say don't trust people like I, and i trust people from the beginning I but I trust you because I'd rather you burn me a month in than burn me three years in.
3: Absolutely. And you
1: earn the trust. Because people, if they really want to burn you, they'll do anything possible to get your emotions. So it's like, yes. I just tell you, you can have the world. And then they start telling you what they want. And it's like, boom. Exactly. Gotcha. That's who the fuck you are. Yeah. Got your ass. <laughs> so
3: I'm happy that it happened early because it really saved me millions, millions, millions of dollars later.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Well, Tamira asked the last question.
0: All right. So this is the Guy Show. which stands for Ghost and Underdogs, as you already know. So... Do you consider yourself a goat or underdog in this industry you in? Um, There's only one answer here that we're gonna accept.
3: <laughs> so I'm gonna give y'all the answer that you probably don't want to hear. I, I sh- want. The, I want your answer. I speak for all the underdogs, mm. right? Them, but I, but let me f- tell you, listen. Tell the moment that I feel like I am that. That means that the work is finished, Mm -hmm. and I'm nowhere near where I want to be.
0: Amen.
1: By the way. And that's all I'm going to say about it. By the way, I say, number one, we don't allow people to sit on the blue couch unless we consider them a goat. So you are a goat. Thank you. The thing I like about what we do here is showing people the goats all have the underdog mentality. Mm -hmm. That's what makes them the goat. Yeah. They wake true. up every day like, I want to show the world that I'm the best compared to these arrogant people who walk around and feel like, I don't got to prove shit to nobody. I know my value. Mm-hmm. Stay your broke ass at home now. Okay. I'm going to get the fuck <laughs> up and show the world what I can do every Absolutely. day. And I'll receive the blessings from it. So, I just want to tell you, you already a goat because- this show, The Goats of Underdog Show, grounds you a goat. No,
3: thank you.
1: Period. So I just want to tell you, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Did y'all enjoy Ray, me Ray, today? Ray. Go ahead. I, hold hold on. on. Hold
0: on. You know, cousin Juju w- <laughs> got started.
1: Hold on. Cousin <laughs> Juju. Cousin <laughs> Juju.
4: Cousin <laughs> Juju. I won't
1: be remiss
4: if we don't give you credit for black love, black excellence, black entrepreneurship, and black a education. black role
1: model for these young women. Yes. Oh, I'm about to say, the like you're the type model. of person that I will want my daughter to. Be like, like, look at Thank how you. she's moving. Right, she loves her husband, she loves her business, and she's living in her purpose. And the most important thing she's not doing is fucking complaining. Nope, amen. Because I'm, know. I, don't, I don't understand the complaining mentality because it doesn't help nobody. I don't get it. Nobody it cares don't, nobody when you complain. You want to complain? Let me complain back. So mm-hmm. for me, I love that about you. I love that you are a beautiful black woman who's not out here trying to use her sexuality to win, but more using her brain. To show you, and the crazy part, you're not even really the chef. So it's like you even smarter than it. it's like right? it's like it's not you like that woman that's in the kitchen like Aisha. I'm making this recipe, and this is gonna be my best one ever. No, no you are the businessman. You are the businesswoman. Thank woman. you. I love right. that. We I think you're gonna be the next Oprah. I'm proud to say that you was on our show, and I, I love did that watching a lot, I love man. Watching So your I, growth. I received that not nah, because so oh yeah, and because you there. lead with confident. you lead with passion in your heart, and I just love it, man, because I love seeing. Lack examples Don't make me greatness.
3: cry. You know I'm pregnant. every oh, hormonal and emotional. make well, me cry, okay. it would
1: be the, won't be the first. If you would definitely <laughs> use it. Great there they make peaky peaky cry. Check it out. Somebody. Do you know why? fuck with you. But, but <laughs> we just want to tell you, thank you for being on the show. Aisha Dora, thank you for making this happen. Um, shout out to our sponsors, Totem Carry. Shout out to our sponsors. Matter of fact, I might have vegan. to put you on that list. Shout out to our sponsors, um, Yoko Vodka, and maybe shout out to our future sponsors, Slay Vegan. You know we have to affirm uh, and manifest. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> okay. Manifest. We have alignment right now. Yeah. We have to do it. Free lunch.
2: This
5: is the God it. Show, and we are out. Thank we we are out. Thank you.